There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, mugs are hot. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are talking about the new CW show, Superman and Lois. Another great episode of WandaVision in our movie of the week, Tom and Jerry. So, Clyde, the CW Superman and Lois. What do you think of the premiere? Man, this was long awaited. I know Greg Berlanti, who is. You know, I've been working on all these CW DC shows. Have really been wanting to put a, a staple Superman show on there. Mm-hmm. I think this format is going to work. Um, it reminds me a lot of that '90s, uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark, Superman: The Adventures of Lois and Clark, which oh yeah, I did not enjoy as a kid. Not going to lie, very boring. It was more drama than it was action. Yeah, I agree with that. I do think that the way they're going to do here on CW is they're going to mix the two, right? There's that family drama. There's that Smallville drama. But Superman's also going to whip ass and take names. So I agree with that. Yeah, it was very uh, it was very touching on the family aspect of Superman. You know, we always see Superman and his mom. We know the Superman, you know, story of Superman and his dad. And really, we know the story of Superman and Lois. But we don't know stories about their kids. Yeah, and him as a him as a father, right? That's going to be mm-hmm. very interesting to watch. Um, I'm not sold yet, to be honest with you. I have to, to see more, and the reason why I say that is because this is why Batman doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have to deal with this drama of family and having to, you know, rely on them and crap like that. So we'll see, man. Well, I think that's a big thing that separates Superman and Batman altogether. Is Superman's about that life, and he grew up with a family and everything. Bruce Wayne didn't. He he didn't have he didn't have that that warmth in his heart as he was growing up. You're right. It was a, <laughs> just him and Alfred. <laughs> I'm excited about it, man. I will definitely watch the next few episodes oh, yeah. before I cast my judgment. If it does fall in line to being like the Avengers of uh, Superman of Lois and Clark, yeah, I'm out. I, I'll, I'll be out real quick. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> That's fair enough. What about that uh, episode of WandaVision, man? What do you think? I think this is uh, one of the most informative shows we've gotten, uh, informative episodes. Uh, everything else has been build up, build up, build up. You know, her kind of starting to show herself a little bit. And then all of a sudden we get almost everything we've been missing from the last few episodes. Yeah. I like it, right? I th- yeah. Josh Whedon created this character, like wrote this character for the MCU back in... 2014 for the 2015 movie Age of Ultron, and she was there with her powers, and you've always saw her with her powers. You didn't see anything before that, but like, I like that we were able to see her as a uh, young girl with her family, mm-hmm. why we're having all these sitcom-type shows going on, how she actually got her powers was cool, 
And remember the story that Quicksilver, the real Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson, <laughs> said in Age of Ultron, they were waiting for that missile, that Stark missile to go off, and it never did. Yeah. And the fact that we were able to see that now on screen, I'm sitting there with my wife and I'm like, this shit's kind of cool. Very. Yeah, we get a lot of we get visuals to a lot of the stories we've heard her talk about and heard him talk about as well. Also, was it just me or did the director uh, douche face lied to everybody? Um, <laughs> did, did he not say that uh, she came in and stole Vision? And showed a video as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was uh, definitely manipulating everybody, I think, is uh, what, what his plan was. He wanted everybody on his side. He didn't want to say, you know, we actually still have vision and we're working on a weapon for him. Yeah. 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 So he was just trying to cover up uh, the uh, program they were working on. Oh, but, yeah, yeah he, he definitely lied to everybody's face. <laughs> also, uh, what about all the Agatha Harkness memes? Have you been seeing those? <laughs> those are fantastic. Right. If I see those, man, I'm definitely going to try to th- put them on our, our socials. Yeah. They are definitely good, man. If anybody's, uh, you know, for all of our listeners, if you guys see them as well, please share them with us so we can get them out there. Those things have been hilarious. So please, please yeah. share. <laughs> and now we got to watch to the end of every WandaVision episode after the credits. They're just dropping post-credit scenes now, yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing I keep an eye on. <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, one of my favorites so far. I said a lot of information that we uh, got to fill in some plot holes with. Or not plot holes, but uh, missing storylines. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed. All right, like we said, we will be talking about Tom and Jerry. Uh, this movie is directed by Tim Story. Tim Story is a music director who turned into a movie director. Uh, he's directed... Fantastic Four films, the ones with Jessica Alba, Think Like a Man and Think Like a Man 2, directed Barbershop, Ride Along, and a few Kevin Hart stand-up specials. Uh, But like I said, he really has his roots as a music video director, and you can tell how he incorporates a lot of music into all of his movies. This was written by Kevin Costello, um, this movie, but the characters of Tom and Jerry are from the old-school Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Javi, were you a fan of the Tom and Jerry cartoons growing up? Oh, yeah. Love cartoons. Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, all them guys. A blast. Always made me uh, enjoy waking up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having a cold bowl of cereal before mom and dad got up. Turning- People have warm bowls of cereal? <laughs> What you implied I, just now? I, I think it's called. I think it's called oatmeal. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, um, Stand correct. But also, uh, you know, sitting down and, and watching these cartoons, right? And you're just fascinated with, you know, everybody's a fan of Jerry the Mouse, but I'm like, is this cat ever going to get this damn mouse, man? Like, I was trying to like find ways for him. <laughs> And scheme ways for him to catch his damn mouse, and nothing me or Tom, nothing me and Tom ever did helped, man. You know. <laughs> You're writing like letters to him with, with plans, schematics, and stuff. In oh there. yeah, oh yeah. Who's in this movie, Javi? We got Chloe Moretz as Kayla Forrester. She is uh, going to be an employee of this hotel. We got Michael Pena as Terrence Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> who is, is fantastic. He's a events manager. And we have Rob Delaney as Henry Dubrow. He is the uh, GM and owner of this hotel. Yeah. And these are basically our three three main people through the whole movie. Yeah, these are our three uh, live action, like actual human beings in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's important. That is very important. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this movie was 50 million they did a lot with a little bit of money man and in the grand scheme of things like how movies are made these days yeah. 50 million is not a lot making a movie and they definitely they definitely did, did a lot with a little so definitely enjoyable and this is another one that was released by warner brothers on hbo max so you can go there and stream it uh, I think until around the end of this month, end of March, excuse me. So, Javi, before we actually dive in, uh, go ahead and tell everybody, what is this movie about? It's uh, about Tom and Jerry chasing each other. It's a 
Same shit's been going on for years. <laughs> but it's a cool, it's a cool twist on on their universe as well. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they really brought it out for you know this generation, Tom and Jerry. So thoroughly enjoyed there. So I really enjoy movies like this where it's like uh, cartoons or animated. You know anything just in the real world. Yep. It's, it's just funny to see, and it's. Like, you know, what what would you do if you really saw like a cartoon mouse? <laughs> well, the cool thing about this is, and this is a, a a tidbit for everybody going into this movie, every animal that you see in this movie is animated. Every single animal. There's not a single animal in here that is not animated and that is live action. So that's actually a really cool twist on it. So guys, this movie opens up with one of my favorite songs of all time, A Tribe Called Quest, Can I Kick It? All right. <laughs> and the opening scroll and they're saying everybody who's starring in this movie or voiced in this movie is rapping, Can I Kick It? It's the birds and they're animated birds and they're flying through the city and they're singing it. So very cool opening. They're all dancing and rapping and singing and having a good good time. And then we go down to see a train. And on the train, we see Tom uh, making his way to New York City with his keyboard. Except why his full name is Thomas A. Cat. <clears throat> Which, honestly, I did not know that they both had full names <laughs> until this movie, right? So I thought that was a really cool kick on it. Which... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's uh he's chilling on the or on the train he's catching a ride wherever he's going and he's got a humongous keyboard with him yeah right <laughs> he's just carrying that big ass keyboard around <laughs> the next scene is jerry uh looking for a new place to live in new york city in his rat realtor uh <laughs> <laughs> You know, shows him this old, beat up, disgusting car, and mm -hmm. he's like, well, "You know, Jerry, with with your budget, this is the only thing you can afford." And as the rat turns around, uh, Jerry's gone. Right? Yeah. He goes, "Did you just Batman me?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he looks around, and there's like a little chalk outline of a of a mouse <laughs> as well. And then we cut back to Tom. He's walking around New York City with aspirations to perform on stage you know, playing the keyboard, playing the piano with somebody like John Legend. Um, there's a billboard of John Legend and <laughs> Tom kind of thinks that, you know, maybe I can do that one day. <laughs> then we see uh, Jerry, full name, uh, Jerome. <laughs> Jerome A. Mouse. We see him, he's on the sidewalk. He's He pulls out this list of all these apartments or all these places he's marked off in his uh, apartment search, if you will. And then this bird scoops him up. Um, they get to uh, Central Park and the bird drops him. And then we see Tom playing his keyboard, right? He's, uh, he's pretending to be a blind cat keyboard player to make some money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got some chops. Let me give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, able to tickle the ivories, okay? <laughs> so Jerry starts to uh, dance. He puts up a sign and uh, see the dancing mouse, and he's trying to get Tom's tips. And Tom gets mad and starts attacking Jerry. They scrap, and Tom gets his keyboard broken. Yeah, this is one of the first uh, legendary Tom and Jerry chases uh, through Central Park happens after this, right? So they're running through Central Park, and Tom is doing everything he can, uh, using all his will and strength to get this mouse. But Jerome is just always a step ahead, man. <laughs> I love that his real name is Jerome, by the way, okay? <laughs> yeah. So then we see uh, Chloe Moretz as Kayla Forrester. She's riding her bike with a bunch of laundry piled up in the, like, the front basket of it. And Tom comes running through and crashes into all her laundry and knocks her off her bike. And then we see Jerry uh, hopped on a carriage, like a horse-drawn carriage, and he's rolling down the park and he waves by to uh, Tom. <laughs> uh, Kayla asks if Tom's okay. And in, in normal cartoon fashion, he gets hit by a truck. Yeah. Another day in Tom's life. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene is Tom and Jerry and they're running – and uh, Jerry finds his new home. Jerry gets into this hotel, and it's the Royal Gate 
hotel and he gets into the hotel and he's making his way and everything. And then Tom also gets to the glass front door of the hotel automatically gets bounced by the doorman and gets, gets thrown across the street. Uh, Jerry looking around the whole hotel actually finds a nook in the hotel and sets up his shop, basically sets up <laughs> his, his new home. And then he has this vision of all how his mouse bachelor pad is going to flow. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we uh, kind of skipped over. That's part of the, going forward is when he tries to sneak into the loading dock area, right? Oh, yeah. The door smashes on his head like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> it goes up a little bit and it smashes down. It keeps smashing down even faster and faster. And he gets caught up with these alley cats back there. And they're trying to fight him, saying that he was sneaking into their hotel because it's their alley. Yeah. It's their hotel. And then we see animal control roll up and... uh Tom whistles at him, and when the uh, alley cat looks at the animal control, looks back, he's holding a mop, right? Tom's been slid out. <laughs> <laughs> so they all run because the fuzz is after him. So we go back into the hotel. We see Kayla walk in, and the doorman goes looking for a free meal again. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla's walking around, eating some cookies, and sees a girl sitting down in the lobby. Uh, this girl tells Kayla that she is there uh, for an interview to work at the hotel for the weekend for this big event that's happening. The girl tells Kayla that the hotel is hiring, uh, but they are very exclusive. Um, kind of given that that snob look that, you know, Kayla doesn't fit the description or what they're looking for. She tells her, she says they're not going to hire you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't hold back anything. Uh, Kayla's very quick-witted and smart on her feet, tells her that she has failed the test and that she isn't getting the job as she let all this discreet information out that the hotel did not want to get out. <laughs> uh, Kayla asks and then takes uh, the girl's resume and tells her that she isn't right for the hotel. Uh, the girl kind of upset and just gets all her stuff and leaves. And this is weird, right? Kayla now has this resume. She's in this hotel. You know that she is in need of a job. She takes the resume to the receptionist and asks for a job. Bold, okay? <laughs> yeah, so she rips the top off of the resume where uh, Linda's name was. That, that was the girl's name. So the name is no longer there. But the receptionist calls Mr. Dubrose and Terrence to interview her right away for this job. Yeah, so Kayla walks into Mr. Dubrow's office and Terrence is in there with them. And he hands the resume and he she says, she makes up this story. We see her, you know, quick witted thing. She says, I had to tear off this piece of paper because somebody was going to put some gum under a table. <laughs> so I had to be real quick and and stop that from happening she makes up a lot of bs through this whole thing trying to get this job she's lying okay <laughs> a lot a lot uh, she tries to joke with terrence about some stuff and we realize real quick that terrence who is uh played by michael pena he doesn't take jokes very well right <laughs> he's very serious about his job and he takes himself very serious uh, so she convinces them and they say can you start today so Kayla accepts, stays at the hotel, and has her uniform. She's, you can just tell there's this montage of her getting ready for her first day, and she's really excited, has a nice little hotel room. She's in good shape right now. For somebody who was looking for it, who got fired or quit her job in the beginning of the movie, a few minutes later, lucky enough, I wish it really worked like this, she has a dope job, right? <laughs> she's playing with the breaker breaker one now. <laughs> Which is what you do when you get a radio for the first time. I mean, that's what I do. I try to do this with, with, with these mics, but you don't respond. So, <laughs> Clyde, Clyde, can we just do the pod, man? Yeah. Stop saying over. <laughs> There's no button on these things. So she starts her first day, and uh, Terrence is showing her around the hotel and the history of the hotel. Um, you know, they walk around from all the rooms all the marble floors and everything. And that, you know, for this hotel, uh, this wedding that that's going to be happening, uh, they're wanting positive press from this, you know, so have more people stay. So they get more prestige. So they will be the best hotel on the East coast. They go into the kitchen and we see chef Jackie played by the amazing Ken Young yelling at his whole staff for perfection. <laughs> we quickly find out that uh, Chef Jackie is really passionate about his work, right? <laughs> and Terrence, right. Terrence does not want to stay there long. So he goes, we, we, sh we should definitely get out of here. 
<laughs> During this time, we see a lot of shots of Tom trying everything he can to get into the hotel. We also see shots of Jerry furnishing his new mouse bachelor pad, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about his... Uh... His pad here in a few minutes. You know, there. So this is so this is like the grand setup of our main uh, stage, and our main stage is this beautiful hotel. Then we, Terrence and Kayla, are still walking around, and they meet Joy the Bell Girl, uh, who's played by Patsy, and um, she's kind of scary. I think Terrence even says that he thinks that she was raised by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence and Kayla continue to walk, and Terrence shows her the crowning jewel, this this beautiful uh, open glass ceiling that just has all this sunlight coming through, and it's right there over the, the lobby, which you can tell that's Terrence's favorite thing about the hotel, because he spends most of his time just staring at it in, in awe. Uh, we also get introduced to Gavin, the doorman, Cameron, the bartender, played by Jordan Olger, and then we meet the VIPs, which... And Terrence asks Cameron, "Why are you pouring champagne in the middle of the day?" Right? <laughs> I was told to do it because the VIPs are here. And then Terrence starts freaking out because the VIPs are there. Right? <laughs> and we meet uh, the bride and groom of this wedding, the big event going on at the hotel. Uh, we meet Ben, the groom, who's played by Colin Jost. Then we have Prita, his fiance. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Pallavi. Sharda, Sharda, maybe. We also meet their pet, Spike, uh, which is Ben's bulldog, and Toodles, who is Preta's cat. Yeah, I like Spike. Spike is voiced by the great Bobby Carnival. So this is another animal outside of Tom and Jerry who has a speaking role. Spike's one of my favorite characters in this movie. <laughs> I don't even think the cat talked at all, right? Yeah, the cat did not. I didn't know the cat even had a name until you said Toodles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She calls him Toots. 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 <laughs> so immediately, Toots the cat is laying in Kayla's arms. She's really taking a liking to her. Spike's being a little wild because Jerry's messing with him at this time. He's teasing him with some treats. And I like when Ben says, uh, he says, yeah, he's a little, he can be a handful. He's a little animated sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and let's, let's describe Spike. Spike is a American bulldog. And like, cause he's animated, he's humongous. Okay, yeah. he is like a, a horse. Like he's a big old dog, man. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Toodles is like a white cat that's completely spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> right. She's she's definitely a princess <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> and they start talking. Um, ben and Prita talking to Kayla and Terrence talk about the wedding and all this stuff. And Kayla brings up Prita's ring, which is a gigantic rock, right? Humongous. And we see Jerry's eyes light up real big when he sees this ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a little thief, right? He's a thief. I mean, he's he's snuck, while they're standing right there trying to get checked in, he's going through their luggage and starts stealing a bunch of crap, Right. <laughs> Damn it, Jerome. <laughs> Jerome, they're thieving, right? <laughs> so you can start seeing that uh, also Kayla, who has her uh, street smarts and everything, the couple start taking a shine to her. Um, yeah. She tells them about this great spot that uh, Spike can run around and they can get some lunch and it's kind of secluded and quiet, but also fun. So they really appreciate that. You know, Jerry, as he's getting, as he's walking away with his big score, we'll put it like that. Oh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. He ends up in the kitchen and scares the staff and steals some some cheese. <laughs> this is one of the things I, I really liked about this movie because it happens a couple of times. The aroma of the cheese, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, just like it was in the cartoons. It's just a little jet stream of smell. <laughs> and as soon as he catches it in his nose, he starts floating, <laughs> right? He just. It just brings them to the cheese yeah. every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bride and groom, as they're heading up to their room, about to hit the hotel, they hear a scream, and Terrence tries to 
calm that storm. He's like, oh yeah, that's just somebody seeing their room for the first time. It's, this happens all the time at this hotel. Screams of delight. You know, screams of delight. The rooms are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows, Terrence knows he has to investigate this. So he actually has somebody else bring them to their room. And uh, Terrence and Kayla go to the kitchen and Chef Jackie is there scared only because doesn't want this to get out, right? There is a mouse there and they're going to figure out like how we're going to get we're going to get poison control what are we going to do and Kayla vows to catch it. Terrence says that this mouse problem can't get out. Don't put it on the on the bookie book or the or the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> can't let this information get out and there's a mouse in the house, right? Just <laughs> be very discreet, which is a key term right here because yes. it doesn't happen, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. So now we get to see Jerry's dope new crib in this hotel, right? Oh my god, I'm jealous for the damn mouse. He's done done the interior design. He's got a iPhone TV, <laughs> AirPods surround sound. He made a bed out of a slipper, and then he's got a baller diamond ring chandelier, right? He's got it all. Yeah, there's a lot of other fun stuff in there too when you see that that clip. Kayla uh, sets up a mouse trap in the next scene. She's sitting there watching, and then the bartender Cameron comes up behind her and scares her. She explains to him that she's on a mouse hunt, and uh, Jerry comes around the corner, gets caught up in this uh, cheese smell. Right? <laughs> he drops all the stuff he's stealing right there. He's at and goes over to the cheese. And I, I really like this because when he's looking at the trap, it's got like a little little garnish on it, you know, a little lettuce leaf. <laughs> And then under the cheese is a red mouse outlined with like uh, X's for <laughs> Kayla's talking to Cameron about how, you know, how hard can it be to catch a little mouse? And Jerry gets a little offended, right? When, uh, when Kayla turns back around to the mouse trap, Jerry left her some money and a note that said, uh, you know, get you a better trap. <laughs> right. Is uh, Jerry, Jerome, I'm going to call him Jerome oh, moving forward, right? He is a smart little mouse and loves mm-hmm. to play games. We're like, I think about it now. Tom has always just been the cat trying to chill. And it was Jerry, Jerome, who always started <laughs> picking the fight, man. So Tom, all Tom did was just react, right? I think that's the way it's always been. I see it now clear as day that Jerome's the asshole, okay? Picks on Tom a lot. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> So the next scene is uh, Tom is outside in the rain at night with his broken keyboard, trying to play his broken keyboard. And uh, he looks up and and sees Jerry in the window, living it up in this hotel room, right? Mm -hmm. For some reason, Jerry has this whole hotel room. He found, I guess he found an empty hotel room. He's living it up, drinking uh, champagne, watching TV, music is going, having a ball. Uh, And then we got Tom's angel and devil thoughts kind of on his side. So you got the angel on one side and the devil on one side, and they're trying to sway him, you know, which way to handle this. And that's a really cool scene. And this movie wouldn't continue and be a Tom and Jerry if you listen to the angel. So we'll just leave it at, you know, who won that bout. So Tom does everything in his power to go after Jerry. And I'm not going to spoil this uh, scene right here, but this is really fun. Yeah, this is a good one. Right? Where he does multiple things and tries multiple times to get to this damn mouse and just fails every time. <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny. It's comical. It's definitely a good time. Mind you, yeah. I, I have to put this here. I don't want PETA coming after us, right? No animal was harmed in the, during the making of this film, ladies and gentlemen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this movie would have been over, like, <laughs> At the beginning, right? <laughs> but yeah, this is a, a really uh, fun little scene. Clive's time and Jerry trying to get to one another there. So so when Jerry thinks that he's finally won and that Tom is no longer a threat, he starts watching TV post up. Tom finds a way in and they start their classic fight chase sequence in the hotel room. And they destroy that thing. I mean, if you guys remember all those like rock bands from like the 70s and the 80s destroying hotel rooms... <laughs> <laughs> this is what this damn cat and mouse did, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kayla's uh, on the hunt for this room now because they have had some noise complaints. She gets to the room, she opens the door, and she catches Tom standing on the bed, right, <laughs> with like a like a bottle he was just using to uh, hit Jerome with. <laughs> but he's gone. The mouse is gone. 
and it's just Tom standing by himself. This is a little fun part where Kayla and Tom are trying to communicate. Basically, Tom's doing charades to uh, get his point across to her that there was a mouse there and he wasn't the only one in there that destroyed this room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she immediately turns her anger, you know, to the mouse. And uh, they kind of agree that they're going to do something about uh, Jerry. So I want to say, too, at this point, they're doing an awesome job, I thought, of the face animations for Tom. I mean, he really doesn't have to say nothing. You can just look at his face and... Says it all, yeah. It says it all every time, or just his hands <laughs> and body language. So the next scene is in henry's office uh the owner of the hotel <laughs> at some point in all this that was going on jerry was taking scans of himself on a printer right <laughs> so he's looking through those pictures and it's like you know some glamour shots of him <laughs> and a scan of his butt <laughs> he had a scan of jerry's butt brothers looking at and Kayla's trying to convince him to hire Tom to help catch this mouse. Instead of the poison control, yeah. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they end up uh, hiring Tom, right? He gets him a hat, he gets him a badge, and he's official. He's an employee of this hotel. This is one of my favorite scenes because <laughs> Mr. DeRose is like, yeah, this is a this is a good idea. As long as we can get him a hat and, and a name tag, right? He could be one of our employees. <laughs> A jaunty and, hat. And, and, and Terrence is like, are you kidding me? We're going to hire a freaking filthy alley cat is what we're going to do, right? <laughs> so she's a temp. She can't even hire people. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, like, she doesn't even have the power to hire anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do I do she, love um, Michael Pena and his deliveries in this movie. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so she convinces them to do all that because that's what they did at one of the other competitors' hotels. Tom gets a job, right? <laughs> awesome, guys. We're going to take a quick break. While we're on this break, we wanted to take a moment and thank our listeners. Thank you all for subscribing and listening to Movie in a Pod. And we want to engage with you a lot more on all of our cinematic adventures. So Movie in a Pod now has a Facebook page. Let's discuss recent trailers, favorite movies, and what's coming down the pipeline for all of our viewing pleasure. Sicario. Men in Black. Casino Royale. Big. Leprechaun. Halloween. Zoolander. Crazy Stupid Love. And a guilty pleasure never back down. Don't forget, we are also on Twitter and Instagram at Movie in a Pod. Let's chat about movies, guys. And we're back. So what's going on right now, Hobby? Tom and Jerry have met. They are already kind of going at each other. Jerry has a dope new pad. Kayla's been given a tour, introduced to everybody in the hotel. And Jerry's been spotted by the staff. Now Kayla's on the hunt to capture him and trying to keep it as discreet as possible. And she has taken on the hired hitman, Tom, the cat, right? <laughs> I'm going to say cat. <laughs> And he's now working for the hotel, and he's there to help her find Jerry. Yeah, so, so that leads us here. Uh, Kayla and Tom set out to catch Jerry. Terrence figures out Kayla, this is a small scene, and that she's a millennial who gets whatever she wants, and she's the, you know, and they see the difference in each other, where he works very, very hard for everything that he's got, but, you know, she uses her quick wits and everything to basically advance her. Her in, her in her life. Yeah. Tom takes off, finds a note attached to a shrink, congratulating him on the new job. I wonder who the hell that is from. Mm -hmm. Tom is so focused at this door, thinking that it's the mouse behind the door. He doesn't even notice that Jerry hands him a bat <laughs> and for him to strike at Jerry. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because Jerry hands him the bat and Jerry just kind of walks off of, uh, you know, the shot. Yeah. Tom opens this door and starts beating something. You don't really know what he's beating or who he's beating at this time. And it's actually Spike, the dog. Tom gets scared, starts to run away, but Spike catches him super quick and not happy and totally threatens Tom. So right now we have a cat chasing a mouse and we have a dog who has threatened a cat and the cat is scared of the dog, right? So all the old animal tropes going on here right now in this hotel, it soon will be a recipe for disaster. 
Ever hit Spike? Uh, Spike steps out and he's got like a humongous knot on his head. Right? <laughs> Tom tries to push it down and it comes up in another spot. <laughs> Classic cartoon stuff. Spike tells him, "If I see you again, I'm gonna bash your head in." <laughs> he closes the door and Spike opens the door again and starts beating him. And he says, "I saw you again." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes off. So next scene, we see. Uh, Toots and she spots Jerry carrying a bunch of stuff that he's acquired from this hotel, right? Some stuff he's taken back to his place, and she immediately freaks out on him. So she jumps over him and she hits that superhero landing on the other side of him, right? Like three point stance. <laughs> and they start to chase each other. Well, excuse me, she chases him around. He hits a an air vent and he's inside and she grabs him, but she can't get him back out because he can't get it through the air vent holes. Uh, then we hear Prita call her and she lets him go. And he's like, okay, all right, we made it past that one. That was a close one. Yep. We kind of see uh, Tom on the hunt after that, right? He's sniffing around. He's moving and grooving through the whole hotel looking uh, for this damn mouse. Uh, I made to find them. There's a little bit of exposition here between him and Kayla. And what I mean by that, Tom draws a dead or alive uh, <laughs> stick figure of the cat. And Kayla's basically talking the whole time. So not your normal exposition kind of scene. But after this, uh, Joy, the, the scary bellhop girl, kind of sneaks up and tells Kayla to check out the tiny little door on the 10th floor. Yeah. <laughs> she says, are you... uh?" You're looking for a mouse, right? Have you tried the tiny little door? <laughs> she didn't say nothing to anybody about this, but tiny little door on the floor at all. Yep. The next scene is the three of them approaching that door. Kayla kind of kneels down and knocks on the door, and Jerry walks out in a towel. Goes, <laughs> you know, like he's in like he's in a shower or something. Yeah. Steam billowing out. He goes back in and comes out without the towel. So now he's clothed i'm confused yeah. <laughs> so jerry comes back out and he hands her a card and it's this tiny little card that says that he's a mouse it's a scented card it's a really fancy yeah. card right <laughs> <laughs> she tells him that he must go or that she will introduce her enforcer and then tom walks up looking all badass scary and jerry just laughs, laughs. In normal fashion, uh, Tom and Jerry start chasing each other, right? right. Tom is trying to get them, and they're running around. Kayla and Kayla's kind of spinning with them and everything. Jerry gets away and then goes to take a bath. <laughs> when, when, when to go finish up his scrub-a-dub-dub, I guess. Kayla gets automatically told uh, through the walkie-talkie to meet Terrence in the bridal suite. So now uh, they're in the suite with Ben and Prita. Terrence and Kayla are talking back and forth about wedding stuff. There's boxes all over the place in this humongous room. Ben's playing a golf simulator. They're talking about wedding stuff, and <laughs> Ben brings up elephants. You know, <laughs> Terrence, you know, what do you think about elephants? He says, I think they are... Uh, great noble creatures and then they spin off to a bunch of stuff and something fun i liked here was uh he looks over at the cat toots right sitting on the chair and the cat's like clawing at the chair like she's trying to sharpen her claw and then the cat looks right back in his eyes and just scratches the side of the chair like, yeah this is happening right yep. now <laughs> we are i am in your hotel effing it up yes a lot of talking back and forth and a lot of kind of going back and forth about the story in the wedding. And Terrence asks Prita, he says, do you need anything from us? You know, anything at all? And apparently Spike got into some burritos and needs to be taken out for a walk. <laughs> and he's super excited like any other dog. He gives a leash in his mouth. He's running around by the door. She tells Terrence she wants to keep Kayla because they need to talk about some bridesmaid stuff. And we find out here that Prita's discovered her ring's gone. She's lost her ring, and she needs Kayla's help to find it. Then they lie to Ben about it being uh, gone so that it can be cleaned. Yeah, this is kind of cool because you can already tell that Prita and Ben have taken a liking to Kayla, and yeah. Prita went ahead and confided in Kayla about the ring being gone and that Ben's going to freak out when he finds out. Uh, so when Ben comes back out, 
to talk to them, uh, he immediately notices that the ring is gone, and Kayla steps in and says that it's gone. I, you know, that she took it to go get it cleaned, and you can see on Preeta's face that she was like, she's looking out for me, like you know, mm-hmm. kind of a full service hotel uh, help there. So when he asks her about it, he's like, "Where's uh, where's your ring?" <laughs> she says, "What?" He says, uh, "The one I bought, you know, for love." <laughs> This dude, it, he's funny because it's so dry. Yeah. That's, you know, he, he does a good dry humor through this whole thing. Yeah, Colin Jost is, you know, he's from Saturday Night Live and does all the writing and the weekend update. He's really funny here because he's so dry and boring. Right. And so I like, it, I like it actually when he walks away on this scene where he's like, oh, awesome. Well, let us know what kind of gratuity that we need to add to your to your help. And she goes, you know, whatever you think, sir. And he walks away and he goes, I love you. I mean, you both, but in different ways, you know. <laughs> <laughs> very, very dry, but delivers that. I love it. So uh, Terrence is out walking Spike, right? They're out on the street, and Spike's dragging around everywhere. They're in a crosswalk, and Spike stops all of a sudden. He starts shaking. He, he drops it right there in the road, right in the crosswalk. Everybody's honking at Terrence. <laughs> He's like, he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Once that scene's done, we see Tom, and he's like, looks like he's in his, like, evil lair, right? He's sitting in front of a little easel, and he's sketching out plans to catch Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, this is a classic Tom and Jerry motif where he is devising a plan to finally (laughs) catch his damn mouse, you know? Like, he's going to do it. This is it. Now he has time, and everybody else is away, and he is going to figure out how to catch this mouse so we see that uh kayla starts looking around for the ring and asking people and we find out through exposition and then jerry in the background listening in his little nook that he has the ring as a chandelier in his pad to this mouse it's just a it's just a dope looking chandelier it's just you know to preta and ben it's this for love you know that that's what it means so he's uh back in his uh his apartment there in the hotel and he takes the ring down all of a sudden, he's once again taken away by this cheese aroma. <laughs> it, it carries him out the door, and uh, there's a, a note there, and pulls on it, and it's a string attached to this elaborate, uh, what they're called the Rube Goldberg traps, or Rube Goldberg machine, where it's just a ridiculous amount of stuff that ends up dropping a cage on top of Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then we see Tom run in and he uh, puts the little cage Jerry's in in a crate. Then he chains up the crate and he ships him off. Tom finally did it. Yeah. Tom finally does it and, and, and catches this mouse and, you know, waves to the mouse goodbye. <laughs> you know, we see Tom closing up the mouse hole and he tells Kayla that uh, Jerry is gone, right? Kayla then goes to DeBrose and tells him that the mouse is gone. And uh, you see. Ben and Preta in the background, they're looking at some stuff, and Dubros notices that Preta likes and trusts Kayla. So Dubros definitely sees the vibe that she's having with the guests. I think out of like all the funny stuff in this movie, and there's a lot of funny things in this movie, but when he was nailing that little door shut <laughs> and the board was all jacked up and the nails weren't in all the way, and then he like hit a hole through the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I was rolling. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. It was good, man. He's so innocent. He's like, I'm doing a good job. You know, I did a good thing here. And it's the worst thing. Yeah, Car- Carmen and me, uh, Carmen and I, excuse me, we watched this uh, Friday night after dinner. And we were rolling, man. Because, you know, you go into it, but really enjoyed it because there's a lot of good, funny bits in this movie. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kayla enters the bar. She's talking to Cameron, the bartender, about how the mouse is gone. And Tom's uh, hanging out at the bar as well. There's a guy playing the piano, you know, playing some jazz there. And they go back and forth about how they need to celebrate because she's completed her task. And then Tom hops on the piano, starts to play some jazz. And she's talking about how those little paws can move. You know, Tom's got some soul. I'm just going to throw that out there. Tom definitely has some soul there. And he's playing uh, playing this little like baby grand piano, and he sees Toodles. And he gets humongous hard eyes for this uh, for this other cat. Mm. So he starts playing some, some blues piano, and then he starts singing. We've never heard Tom <laughs> make any noise before. 
And I'm just saying, he may sound like T Pain. That's all I'm throwing out. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. If you guys are yeah. a fan of T Pain, you'll enjoy this scene. If you don't like T Pain, you're not gonna like what happened yeah, here, right? Nope. But it's fun here. But no. But while <laughs> while he's serenading this cat, Kayla and Cameron are talking, and Kayla explains that she's from a small town in Penn State, and that she went to New York to you know try to make it. Cameron tells her that you know with her resume and her expertise that she can make it anywhere. You see on Kayla's face, she's like, oh, I I don't have any expertise. Yeah. I don't have it, right? <laughs> she doesn't divulge that information, but you can just see it on her face like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> Jerry drops a bowling ball on Tom's hand while he's playing the piano. Jerry is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to say that. Jerry's back, and uh, it looks like he's been through some stuff too, right? It looks like he's been through the wire he's, right there. He's all dirty and everything. And uh, drops the bowling ball in his hand, and they start going at it on the piano, fighting each other again. And uh, Kayla yells at him about it. They stop, and Jerry pulls out the ring. They uh, try to come to an agreement of how she's going to get the ring back and how they're going to be able to stay in the hotel because they don't want to go nowhere. Yep. Then <laughs> Terrence comes back with Spike, and he's still dragging him around. Jerry hides in Kayla's jacket, or in, a, in her pocket of her jacket, and Spike starts chasing tom and then tom starts chasing jerry this was all caused because terrence decided to reach into kayla's pocket and seek catch the mouse yeah you know we're back at like you said earlier we got a cat chasing a mouse dog chasing a cat and they end up in this big tornado fight big cartoonish tornado fight oh yeah they destroy this lobby <laughs> they absolutely destroy the lobby they end up in an elevator and they go up to the next floor <laughs> and they're like up on the roof or something and then they break through that the crown jewel, the hotel, the glass atrium. Yep. And literally just destroy this lobby from top to bottom. <laughs> and Kayla finds the ring in her pocket. Jerry left it in there. So the place is basically destroyed. <laughs> Kayla, Terrence, and Dubrose are in a meeting in Dubrose's office, and Dubrose puts all this blame on Terrence and puts him on leave. I, I love this scene because Terrence is like trying to make sense of this decision. He goes, <laughs> So you're telling me, right, that this girl, Kayla, who can't hire, hired a cat, and it's the cat's fault, but I'm the one who's going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> right. Terrence is trying to, to make sense of this, and Dubrose, you know, base, takes off his tag and has him walk out of the office. He's put on leave. <laughs> Dubrose, Dubrose uh, puts Kayla over all the wedding duties for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she gets a promotion yeah. right out of all this mess that she caused. <laughs> And yeah, this was a good scene for uh for Michael Pena. He he really let it out on this one. It was great. Tom and Jerry, now they're up on the roof, right? After Kayla just told you know the Henry that everything was good, everything was taken care of. And Tom's chasing Jerry with an axe. <laughs> like everything's not fine still. So Kayla tells them that she got a promotion and it's up to her now if they go or stay. And she tells them they got to go. They give her the sad eyes, crying, and all that stuff. And she tells them, well, if you can prove to me that y'all can coexist, then y'all can stay. And she plans a day for them to spend together. Away from the hotel on the wedding day. <laughs> yes. Very smart. The next scene is Tom and Jerry and they meet at the front of the hotel and see this dope Escalade type vehicle and they both hop in it and they're on their New York adventure. Uh, they're taking selfies. Um, look like they're enjoying each other's company. They visit a museum. They eat pizza. Uh, they're at this seafood market and they're just having a good time. Um, it looks like they're posting on Instagram yeah. or somewhere. <laughs> they're posting pictures of their adventure in the day. Right. And this is cut in between Kayla and what she's doing on the day of the wedding, getting it prepared. So Kayla is trying to put out fires. All the employees are, are yelling at her. And Chef Jackie says that there's a restaurant reviewer in the hotel for the wedding. Cameron says that the elephants have have arrived, and, <laughs> <laughs> which is a dope scene because we almost forgot that Ben wants elephants and yeah. they're here. So she has them put by the valet. And, uh, you know, it's just Kayla trying to put the wedding together at the hotel, finding difficulties in the way. Uh, the next scene we have is Prita and her bridal suite. Uh, has his dress for Kayla and Preeta reveals that the wedding is crazy and that there's pressure to keep an image because they're like this social media power couple. And 
she admits she loves Ben, but this dude gets an idea. He goes really, really, really big. <laughs> yeah. So the events of the day for Tom and Jerry, let me just say, Tom can't make it through a scene without getting hurt. In some way. <laughs> yeah. So the events of the day lead them to a Yankees game and there's a ball hit. Tom reaches over the wall and catches the ball right out of the uh, outfielder's hand. Yep. <laughs> and they get taken away by animal control. Now this scene, this scene is, is reminiscent to the Chicago Cubs fan who caught that foul ball and, you know, got basically blacklisted out of the city of Chicago. <laughs> you know, that's, that, this is how, <laughs> and it, it, it was funny because Jerry hands him the glove to catch his ball. Right. So J- J- Jerry is still being an asshole without even being an asshole. And Tom is like the one who catches this ball, right? I love this scene because it's straight out of like real life what happened to that yeah. guy with Chicago Cup. We see that uh, Terrence sees that they're on the news for this. He's like in his apartment watching the news and sees them getting taken away by animal control. Kayla talks to Ben in the next scene there in the hotel, and they're talking about overdoing things, and maybe, you know, Ben needs to pull it back a little bit, you know, with all the, the elephants, because at this point, Ben's flying a drone in the hotel, right? Yes. He just goes on and just doesn't quite get it still. It's not sinking into his head that he's doing way too much for this wedding, and Preta's not okay with everything that's going on. And he actually thinks that he needs to go even bigger. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because Kayla's like, uh, I mean, you're my guest and I have to treat you with a lot of respect, but maybe you want to reel it in a little bit. And he goes, yeah. nah, I need to go bigger, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does not get what she's putting down. So at this point, uh, Tom and Jerry, they are in, you know, a shelter or animal control place. Uh, I'm not really sure which one it was. But they get locked up, basically. And they're in a in a kennel, and around them is a bunch of the alley cats that got caught earlier. The cats keep trying to grab Jerry. Jerry keeps running back and forth, and there's cats all around him. And Tom picks him up, and we see Tom actually trying to protect Jerry at this point. I like these cats. These cats are New York City alley cats, and they're, they're, they're kind of hood. Um, the m- main one, Butch, is actually voiced by Nikki Jam, who is this Latin music producer- um, this is a really cool, cool scene with, with these cats, man. They are, uh, they have some funny m- moments and they, they really shine through here. Yeah. They tell, uh, Tom, he says, if you don't eat, eat the mouse, we're going to eat them. If we can't eat them, then you need to eat them. So he, uh, <laughs> he picks Jerry up and drops him in his mouth and yeah. he just has his tail. <laughs> Jerry's sitting inside of Tom's mouth and he starts a little fire, right? First he lights a match to look around. And then he's all of a sudden he's got a little campfire made and he's roasting a marshmallow inside of Tom's mouth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tom gets told that he has a visitor, right? Terrence is there to see them and he starts interrogating them and talking to them and trying to convince them that he's only able to take one of them back to the hotel saying that the other one's saying that it's this fault and Tom's saying that it's Jerry's fault and going back and forth and working them. I like that this animal control shelter was able to put uh, Tom and Jerry in separate interrogation rooms <laughs> and Terrence to basically like interrogate them, right? Pit them against each other saying, uh, you know, uh, Jerry says that you smell like rotten tuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Talk junk, you know, Tom is talking junk about uh, Jerry and just going back and forth and he only can, can choose one man this was a really fun scene yeah i've seen that back and forth and other cop shows which is funny when they're just trying to turn people on each other it was, it was really good it's the day of the wedding back at the hotel and we see terrence and tom show up and we also see Preta and ben they're on these two elephants which are cecil and malcolm are their names they're sitting on like a uh basically a throne on the back of these two elephants to come into the wedding and terrence starts talking to tom He's trying to make them mad about what's going on because they see Jerry in there grabbing like a bunch of cheese and trying to take a bunch of stuff off the uh, the tables from the caterers. And he keeps talking to Tom and he's like, you know, oh, he gets to be here and all this stuff and gets him real mad. At the same time, Ben's got his drone, right? The drone's there taking pictures of him, you know, talking about going overboard. 
military drone. Apparently, he got the exotic bird package for the wedding as well. <laughs> these, beautiful, a, these beautiful peacocks, right? <laughs> and there's a tiger. There's also a humongous tiger there. And like we said earlier, all these animals are cartoons. Yep. There's no real animals here. You can see Prita gets upset. She tells him, you know, you just don't listen. Now, Tom and Jerry are face-to-face, uh, getting ready to go at it. And Tom pulls out a wooden sledgehammer. And then we see Jerry take that karate stance. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, yeah. I should have you rolling too, dude. Oh, man. And uh, and then Tom starts chasing Jerry with this uh, sledgehammer. They're about to destroy this cake, right? Jerry's standing up next to this cake, and Tom has his sledgehammer. And then we see Jackie the chef. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He comes in with like a paddle or something, you know, something from his kitchen and he starts beating the shit out this cake, right? Trying to catch Jerry. Jerry's having a good time. He's like inside the cake, you know, he's smiling, eating cake while he's in there. <laughs> and he really pisses off Jackie and he starts really destroying this cake now. And then he hits Jerry across the room. Yeah, he smacks Jerry into the elephants and chaos erupts. Rita and Ben are, are bucked off the elephants and, and they're caught by people and destruction happens everywhere. This is a classic Hanna-Barbera animal storm cloud that like erupts and there's just chaos and damage and everything going on here. Um, this happens for a while. This does yeah. not stop, right? There's just the destruction everywhere. You have the elephants roaming around. You have the you have Tom, Jerry, you have the tiger, you have some of the exotic birds and everything all in this storm. Spike is in there as well. We have all this stuff going on and all this destruction happens. It's it's really fun. And then eventually the the elephants leave the hotel and just start taking off, you know, up 42nd Street or whatever the hell they're going, right? What I liked about the tornado fight. Yeah. It's like as it's going down, the animals are getting sucked into it, whether they want to be in it or not. Yeah. <laughs> right? The people around are fine, but the animals, they're just holding on to stuff. And like the cat is getting sucked into the tour. It's like they can't help it. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a cool visual of inside of the tornado fight, too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, after the storm Kayla uh, comes clean about who she really is, you know, that she stole that resume. She doesn't have all this experience, uh, that she has no qualifications for this job at all. Terrence is, you know, happy that she finally stepped up and he says he's about to salvage this wedding and Prita interrupts and says that the wedding is off. Ben overhears this. Prita gives the ring to Ben and walks away. Kayla also apologizes and walks away. Kayla leaves the hotel, and then we see uh, through the back alley, Terrence kicks out Tom, mm-hmm. who uh, curls up in a box to stay dry, right? Yeah, so, super sad. Super sad. Super sad for this animated cat, man. The next morning, uh, Jerry comes through with two cups of coffee, and that's basically <laughs> a peace offering to Tom. They make amends through their weird decades-long friendship and enemies. Kayla and Cameron meet up, and they're talking, and says that her intentions were good and that she'll get somewhere, but you got to work for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They meet up with Tom and Jerry, who just happens to be, I don't know, like there. <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. Like a street market or something. Yeah, yeah it was a street there. market and they're just there. And they come up with a plan to fix the wedding and, and make this right between the two. It's fun watching them communicate again. Kayla's just watching these two animals do charades <laughs> and drawing pictures on a chalkboard. Cameron's like, you understand what's going on? <laughs> How do you know what's going on? She's like, after a while, you just kind of get to understand. Yeah. So Kayla goes back to the hotel and she sends uh, Tom and Jerry to get Prita. Prita just left an SUV and she was heading to JFK that we found out from the doorman. Kayla talks to Ben about still being able to save the wedding. Basically brings everybody back together. Terrence, Ben, the owner, everybody, so that they can save this wedding, and get these two people back together. I like two lines in here. Joy is like, we can use that garden across the street. And everybody's like, uh, Central Park. She goes, I mean, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I like Terrence here because he's, he's like, you think we're just going to let you back in here? And Kayla gets close to him. And he goes, 
Tom and Jerry told me what you did, and this is yeah. all your fault, but I'm not going to tell Dubros. And he's just like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's definitely uh, good at me manipulating uh, people to get what she wants. It's just definitely. <laughs> So the next scene is is Tom and Jerry, and they're in hot pursuit on this um, Escalade SUV that Prita and her cat are in going to JFK, and they're on the hoverboard that uh, Ben received in the bridal suite earlier. They're in hot pursuit, and you hear Kayla on some type of walkie-talkie talking to them that they need to turn left and turn right and go here, and that they need to get to her before she hits the bridge. This seems really fun, right? We're not going to really spoil this for you except for... Uh, Jerry goes airborne on the drone. Right? <laughs> that was that was awesome. That was an awesome scene. Yeah, and Jerry eventually gets the cat on the drone and goes back towards the hotel. And Prita tells the driver to turn around to go after the cat. <laughs> like when they're uh, when they you know, they first show Prita and Toodles the cat in the SUV. And they're both like sitting looking on their smartphones. Like yeah. The cat is. <laughs> this will make the movie good. Yeah. Those little things like that. It's fun, man. So they follow Jerry and the cat on the drone back to Central Park. Prita gets out and she's going to try to find the cat. And she comes upon their wedding setup. There's a sign that says Ben and Prita's wedding. And she walks through the arch and she walks in and everybody's there from the hotel and her wedding party. And they're all standing there dressed up. Kayla apologizes for her actions and the actions of Tom and Jerry as well. And Ben apologizes for not listening to her about what she wanted for the wedding and going too big. Then the wedding commences and they are married. Tom and Jerry enjoy some food after the wedding. Terrence and Dubrose uh, say thank you to Kayla. And then Kayla actually introduces the real person whose resume that they stole, Linda. Linda Pennybottom. Linda Penny Bottom, and you can tell Terrence is awestruck by this woman. He is a fan. Oh yeah, he says a line like, "Yeah, I'll I'll see you in my office tomorrow." I mean, I'll see you in Debro's office tomorrow, right? <laughs> right, where, where he's kind of tongue tied because he is infatuated with this girl. Yeah, so they say, you know, I'll see you tomorrow to Linda, and then Dubros looks at Kayla and says, "And we'll see you tomorrow as well." Yeah, she gets a job at the hotel. Let's go. We see Toots walk over and she takes a little rest on a table and Tom starts playing the, the piano again, trying to impress her oh, like yeah. he was doing before. I like I like this because Jerry was like, bro, get go get yeah, her, man. Go talk to her, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gave him a little shoulder bump to go talk to her. Yeah. So Jerry then starts jumping on the keys and makes this song that Tom is playing sound horrible. <laughs> He flicks Jerry off the piano and Jerry comes back and jumps on like a lever on the side of the pedestal he's sitting on and like shoots him up in the air and he falls down and busts through the top of the piano. <laughs> and it's just the shape of him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all start chasing each other again. Spike too. Spike gets involved with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then the credits start rolling. And I like this, right? Once again, Tim Story is a music director background. He has some dope Rick Ross and Anderson Pack playing. You know, he always brings hot tracks. This movie has a post credit scene. It's uh, Terrence with Dubrose and Ben. And Ben talks to Dubrose saying, hey, I got billed twice for this for this wedding. And Rose goes, yeah, I had Terrence run some numbers and um, it doesn't look good for you, man. <laughs> Dubrose walks away and uh, Ben is looking at Terrence like, like, what? What's going on? And Terrence just smiles and says, um, thank you for choosing the royal gate and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get for all that elephant damage, right? All that. All so much, so much damage, man. So that was uh, Tom and Jerry, directed by Tim Story. Javi, what do you think? What do you think about this movie? I loved it, man. I think it brought brought their world to ours in a very classic way. They didn't veer off the path from what Tom and Jerry was and what Tom and Jerry is. You know, just two two animals that might fight each other. Exactly. <laughs> you know. But it was real, you know, it was real funny. The humor was well placed. The actors are great. But yeah, I really enjoyed it, man. I gave it a four out of five buckets. This movie was really fun. Yeah. 
you know, I've, I've watched it twice now. And the first time I was like, this is this is a cute kids movie. This is fun. Um, the kids really get a get a kick out of this. And enjoyable. Michael Pena always shines. Chloe Grace Moretz is definitely coming and being a, a great actor as well. She does a great job with her character. Exactly. Exactly. Real animated, but not not overly done. Yeah. And what I really liked about it, especially watching it again this morning, was it's for the kids, but also adults can enjoy it as well. And the formula, the Hanna-Barbera formula for Tom and Jerry is still there. It's it's in the same exact format. They just bring a realistic format, a realistic storyline to the Tom and Jerry. So same formula, different era. That's what I really liked about it here. I gave this three buckets of popcorn, man. Three buckets of popcorn. This, this was a solid movie. It's got some rewatchability. I think, you know, I can sit down with my niece and we would both enjoy this. She's turning four in March. I watched it by myself and I I laughed the whole. Time. <laughs> I was I was howling the whole time. It was hilarious. Good deal, good deal, man. Well, yeah, this is just fun and kid friendly, and I it w- it was fun. It was definitely fun, man. All right, on the next episode, we are discussing the 2013 Jason Statham flick Homefront, available right now on Netflix to stream. We appreciate you guys listening. Once again, my name is Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com